This podcast is brought to you by The Feeling of Loneliness. Welcome back, everybody, to the train of ambivalence. It's me, Zane, here with... I'm back with me. I'm Rick. Yes, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> How you been, man? Uh, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Just enjoying the small burst of good weather that we've had recently after just a shit ton of shit from the weather. Before the darkness sets in. Before the darkness sets in. But you know what? I kind of like autumn, if that's weird to say. I love autumn, man. It's wet weather. It's wet weather, and I, I, I appreciate it not being sunny all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that means fewer naked, half-naked white guys. That walking around. <laughs> that's true, but it gets a stage though, because like I'll start work and it's dark, and then by the time I leave work, it's also dark. That's so I just never see sunlight. <laughs> may you, as well, I may as well just live in like Iceland. You'd make an excellent vampire. Oh yeah, that is true. And I mean, you're you're constantly surrounded by blood too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also quite bitter, and I feel like I'm really old. And I've never seen you eat garlic. I, I love garlic. Like <laughs> if you see me cook. Like, garlic is something you just measure with your heart. It's, yeah, you don't really pay attention to, like, recipes. You just measure it with your heart. So do you get the seasoning, or do you do, like, the actual getting the bits of garlic and crushing it? I just, like, crush the entire garlic. Yeah, I like I like to do that as well, adding garlic to stuff by crushing it properly. But, um, no, how was your holiday? You just came back from holiday. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Definitely recommend going to the Dominican Republic. It is fantastic. Was What was the hotel like? Brilliant, very luxurious kind of a bit weird, full of like honeymooning couples and really old men with really young wives. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, felt slightly out of place, but a great mm. holiday nonetheless. Yeah, because well, you, um, I guess you weren't there with your young wife. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, she's like half... <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to carry on that sentence. I mean, yeah, because in order for her to be, uh, let's not go down that road. Yeah, yeah. But no, otherwise I've not been too bad. I've just kind of been... Uh, playing a few things here and there okay. and getting through. What have you been playing? Uh, let me think. Well, I mean, finally, just getting through playing with each and every character in Sonic Mania. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because, as you know, as you guys know with like Sonic games, uh, they'll tend to have multiple characters, and in Mania, you've got five. Mm-hmm. And uh, each character kind of provides its own playstyle because, say, you're playing with Sonic, Sonic, you kind of just want to get through the stages as fast as possible. Of course. But when you're playing as, like, Tails, because you can fly, you want to explore stages a bit more. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Knuckles can glide and climb walls. So it's like each character opens up their own avenues. I only ever really played um, Sonic Advance and Game Boy Advance. And, like, I only ever really played with Knuckles. Yeah. Because it just made everything so much so easier. So easier, isn't it? Yeah. It, um, Advance is alright. Like, I've, I've played it a bit on the Game Boy Advance on my Wii. It's not that bad. It's, it's alright. It's, uh, it's, Which one it's like have? the start I... of the modern Sonic on handheld kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. And playing anything else recently? I'm trying to think. Not. Well, I, I've got, like, I, I, so... I'm one of those people, I'm a bit what you might call a fighting game whore. Oh, yeah. So, I was trying to work it out earlier, and how many fighting games I actually own right now available to me. So, on the, on the PlayStation 4 alone, yeah. I have about seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, so, uh, I've got Injustice 1 and 2. Yeah. Dragon Ball Fires. Yeah. Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma. Okay. <laughs> Skull Girls Encore. Okay. Um... Obviously, Tekken Seven, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, Eleven. So um, pretty much all the bases. <laughs> and I've got I've played like a a lot of Street Fighter Five because my brother's got it, and then I've also got Marvel vs. Capcom Three. So that's eight. Wow. But that and plus you've got one on the Switch. Well, on the Switch I have Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Um, and then oh my god, on the Wii it's got Guilty Gear. Smash Brawl, Smash Melee, Capcom vs. SNK. Uh, <laughs> Dude, fighting for days. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fighting game whore, but it's like they all. It's, it's one of those things. To me, they all offer a bit of a different experience, mm. but they're all very similar. <laughs> I just fucking love fighting games, especially anime fighters. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so the people who make Blaze Blue are the people who make Fires, Dragon yeah. Fires. So all of their games, uh, they do this thing, they replicate 2D animation, like anime animation, mm. but with 3D technology. And it, it, they put a lot of work into it. So just to, like, capture that anime aesthetic. Yeah. But it's fucking beautiful. Didn't you um, download the Kill the Kill fighting game? Yeah, Kill the Kill is more of an arena fighter, though. Yeah. It's not like uh, 2D fighter. It's oh, right, uh, yeah. you're moving around and having to fight. So it's yeah. not... It's like uh, Xenoverse, a bit more like that. How was it? It was all right. I, I don't know a lot of the characters at the moment. Yeah. So, like, I've played a bit of it, played a few fights here and there. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, mech's fighting. And then put it down. Because arena fighters just aren't really my thing. It's like mm-hmm. when I was playing Pokemon Tournament. And I'm yeah. like... I, you know, obviously with Pokemon, I love playing with the Pokemon. But that was like one of the first um, Switch games you bought, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the first one I bought after Mario Kart. Mario Kart I bought on the first day I got a Switch because I wanted it to play um, next something to play multiplayer. But Pokemon Tournament, I think because it was like really cheap at the time, it went down to like twenty something pounds, and then I got the discount on top of it. So no, that was that was pretty great. As in, it wasn't. It's not like the best fighting game, but it's a bit more technical than what you'd expect. Mm. It's definitely not Pokemon Tekken, like what they're trying to abbreviate. <laughs> sort of, it's a, I think it's a difficult game to master, to be honest. It's, it's quite technical. It's, it's very technical, yeah. And like, I don't mind the technical fighting game, but it's just because it combines 2D fighting and 3D fighting. You're like, huh, okay, gotcha, I'm just keep using Earthquake, fuck it. <laughs> or Dig, so no one can hit you. But nah, um, do you want to... Should we move on to what we are now calling the new segment, What's in the News, Dude? Uh, well, I've not really looked at the news for days, to be honest. What? As soon as I see a picture of Boris Johnson, I can't just <laughs> change the channel or just ignore it. I kind of meant more, like, movies and games. Okay, yeah, that makes <laughs> like more the, sense. Like the stuff we actually specialise on and not yeah. and not real-world, well, actual, my, important my stuff. My instantly went to, like, real news. <laughs> Tell Amrit, what are your like, opinions on Brexit? It's like, oh, fuck. God, no. Don't even get me started. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go. So, what's in the news in the last few days in terms of games and films? Especially mm. games. So, we've got quite a few. We've got the new Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. That trailer looked amazing. Yes. Uh, I fucking... So, obviously, I fucking love this game. It looks, it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it really does. It looks like they've built it on the Final Fantasy XV engine. Mm. But, oh my god. Like, that and... Final Fantasy XV and Kingdom Hearts 3 were, like, both gorgeous games. So, really looking forward to playing Seven when it comes out. Especially being, like, a big fan of it. Mm. <laughs> it's like... I'm such a stickler at the moment for graphics and video games, especially in modern systems, that I like to... In, in, in the new Spider-Man game, sometimes I like to go to the to the river and just look at the water. <laughs> I was doing that in Breath of the Wild. I just, like, go to my really scenic and just, like, look. <laughs> I just climb a Shikato and just, like, gaze at the scenery. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like, and occasionally just shoot arrows at it. <laughs> <laughs> just shoot arrows randomly into the distance, probably hitting a Bokoblin on the head. Yeah. That very satisfying ding that you get when you hit him in the face. Oh, man, that was, like, such a great sound. Can't <laughs> wait till Breath of the Wild 2 when you can do that all over again. I wonder what they're going to call it. Breasts <laughs> of the Wild. Breath of the Earth. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait till that game comes out. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be know, like... I know it's going to be, like, a long wait till it actually comes out. I mean, we've had no details since, what, <laughs> June? Yes, E3. That feels, like it, that feels like so long ago. It was, actually. It was, like, three months. Uh, yeah. It feels like like a year ago. <laughs> no nonsense. And that's and, when we got Banjo. And I've seen that trailer like so many times. Yeah. Since then, I, uh, I, I've just I've, I've read a lot of the fan theories and stuff behind it. Just like, oh, it's Ganondorf. Of course, it's Ganondorf. <laughs> it's quite clearly fucking Ganondorf. <laughs> it's quite clearly fucking Ganondorf. Exactly. But who's like, who else is going to be? They're not going to introduce a new bad guy. They never introduce new bad guys. H- hardly ever. Like the last new bad guy we really had was probably. The one in... Skyward Even though that's still Ganondorf. That would have been, um... <laughs> shit, let me think. Limp Between Worlds? No, because it's still Ganon. They they always introduce new bad guys. Like the Yuga, to, the Yuga Ganon. The Yuga Ganon, yeah. They always introduce bad guys to then link back to Ganon. Yeah. As like the, haha, now I've I've taken you over and possessed you and now you're me. Mm. As, as like the final act of the game. That was a fucking great game, though. Would you say Twilight Princess would have been better if, like, they just focused on Zant being the bad guy? Instead of Instead of Ganondorf turning like, up pull, in the Pulling class. the strings behind it all. Yeah, and turning up in the last minute, like, hey, what's up, bitches? I don't know, because <laughs> it kind of fed into the darkness of the game. Like, 
Ganon just manipulated this, like, porn of a, like, pathetic thing <laughs> and turned him even more twisted than he already was. Because, like, the sounds that like, Zan used to make were horrifying. <laughs> I used to, like, play, I used to play, like, um, Twilight Princess, like, from 8 o'clock to, like, 2 o'clock in the morning mm. when everyone would be asleep because I'd finally have the downstairs TV. Yeah. And, like, yeah, some of those cutscenes were terrifying. <laughs> Especially because that game is, like, quite dark. Visually, it is crazy it's, a, it's a very dark game. It really, really is. A lot of bloom. You should. You've not played it, have you? You've not played it properly. No, because I played Ocarina of Time only a few months ago, and I don't want to play it. For oh, you need to like a breathing period. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to grow sick of Zelda. Is like the best way to put oh, it. I could never grow sick of Zelda. I I can't chain these games. I think it's a bad idea, for, especially because they don't get shorter. They get longer and longer from Ocarina to like Skyward Sword. Yeah, they do. Except Wind Waker. Yeah, I'd say just skip Skyward Sword now. I see, I'm interested in playing it now because everyone hates it. <laughs> like, I don't mind the storyline, it's just the... Uh, Is it because you have to you have to go to each area like four times? Just the motion controls really killed it for me. Okay. Because they just like play too heavy on it and it, as, at some point it gets just really tedious when the enemy keeps blocking you. <laughs> it's like, we well, just fucking die! Yeah, pretty much. Just fucking fuck off! <laughs> pretty much, pretty much that, yeah. Boss fight is supposed to be pretty good in that. Some of them are really good, hmm. like... A lot of, like, um, Zelda, like, YouTubers, they rank, like, some of the bosses in that game as, like, one of the best. Hmm. I think Kloktos is one that's quite, quite highly, like, respected and just an amazing game. Amazing, like, dungeon, an amazing boss, because it's quite fantastic. I think you get the whip in that dungeon, <laughs> and you use it quite well. It's really awesome. <laughs> I was, like, I was telling you, I was playing through Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. Like finally playing through the Arkham games, because I've owned them for years. Mm-hmm. I've never actually just sat down. I started Arkham Asylum four times, and I got to a certain point and then just stopped because I was doing other stuff. Um, so I decided, I'm like, I'm just going to dedicate a few hours every night now to just finishing this game, because I can finally play through it. So I'm not, I've now gotten further than I've ever got, okay. which is not very far in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at the, my percentage meter, it was only 12% of the game. Really? <laughs> yeah. So... And that's over like two days of two nights of playing it. So I was playing it, and uh, there's a point where you you beat Bane, uh, who's like the second or third boss, mm. and then you go and he turns out he has a bat cave on Arkham Island. Okay. So you go to the bat cave, and he goes and he gets his grappling hook, and he puts on an extra thing, and it's like now you can throw, you can shoot your grappling hook at enemies, and um, and pull yourself towards them. And in my head, I went hook shot. It's a hook shot. Batman has a hook shot, of course. Of course he has a hook shot. And I was like, cool, now I'm going to play through this entire game. Because I really I love... Hook shot's probably my favourite Zelda weapon. It is great. <laughs> I think, like, one of the best things about Twilight Princess is the double hook shot. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, as like, soon as you open... It's like the second to last... Well, really, third last dungeon. Hmm. You can finally get the double hook shot, and it just, like, changes the game. Because you can just, like, Spider-Man around. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if they had them both the wild because then you could truly Spider-Man around how, yeah, given that, how like free like the exploration was in that I was about to say because that game doesn't have any hookshots no which is which is why it's the biggest failure yeah. <laughs> and they made like one thing about the like Breath of the Wild I feel like they made boomerangs quite boring as well they didn't really use them did they because no. it was like every so often Zilla's Alphos would have a boomerang and you'd kill it and then I, I could never catch them is the thing I could always like yeah. throw I could just like I used to just beat people with it instead of throwing them because I always hate... just like throw at the enemy then like change weapon and like wham into them with a different weapon because I I don't like that period where you're vulnerable while waiting for the boomerang to come back so I was like okay cool I'm just gonna start beating you with the boomerang just to be fair though you could like throw the boomerang switch to a different weapon and then catch it again yeah it just seems like too much effort yeah considering you could just use a big sword and hit them on the head that is true <laughs> But, but yeah, getting back to Final Fantasy VII, man, I'm I'm genuinely very excited for this game. It's like the what's, game, the, what's the release date on it? It's March twenty twenty, I think, isn't it? March twenty twenty, definitely. So, I think a lot of people are gonna pre pre order it. But you know, Square, they're gonna be like, oh, you can pre order Final Fantasy VII remake for fifteen thousand pounds, and <laughs> you get a free Sephir- a free strand of Sephiroth's hair <laughs> 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 that you can you can put into a glass cage. And hang up in your lounge. <laughs> well, well, your wife looks at you like we are now in debt because of it. <laughs> that fucking game, man. That was a pretty big game changer. It's like, going to end up being like, what, like 60 gig or something ridiculous. Oh, dude, like Red Dead was 100. So this is going to be, considering the original game was like three discs, this is only... So this Jeez. appears to only be Midgar. Okay. Midgar 
is one of like 10, 11 areas in the game. Jesus 12 Christ areas. <laughs> it's the biggest. Like a behemoth of the game. It, it's the biggest, but yeah. at the same time, it's like the amount of time you spend in Midgar. It's the prelude. The okay. entire PS4 game looks like it's going to be the prelude. Because Midgar is essentially just your, your your prelude area where you meet all the... Not even all the characters, but a lot of them. You meet Tifa, Barrett, Aerith, and um, Red, 13. Man, so That's going to be awesome. I, it is going to be awesome. I'm just... I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle the voice acting. Hey, wasn't it, like... As voice acting goes, yeah. it's actually not that bad. Well, you know, you'd expect voice acting to get better as we get more and more established video games. Hmm. Like, the voice acting in Spider-Man was great. Yeah, but, like, voice acting in Dragon Quest, I really did not like. It's because of the accent. I don't think the voice acting itself is that bad. It's the accents which were fucking taking the piss. And this yeah. is the problem with Americans doing, like, English accents, is they always make choose the most irritating ones. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the... was the... The girl Gemma, her, like... Oh, fuck me. I couldn't handle it, man. Like, you know, she's meant to be really endearing. And all I could think of was, can I let the slime kill her? <laughs> it's just like she sounds like she's from... Like, Coventry. Coventry. Or like like... She, no offence to people from Coventry, but fuck you. <laughs> you have horrible accents. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was, yeah. I was like, it was great that in the Switch version you can switch to Japanese. Yeah, probably going to do that when I play for it. Yeah, how are you even finding Dragon Quest? Really enjoyed it. I think I got through the demo too quickly. Because <laughs> now, now, now I've got to wait like what? Did, how many? What? Yeah, like end of the month. Two more weeks till <laughs> my like my pre order comes in the post. No shit, man. That's gonna be yeah. And I've already like leveled up pretty like high in the demo. Yeah. Like everything's already running away from me. <laughs> That's so funny. But, yeah, but I really want to be able to enjoy the difficulty curve in this game as well. So I listen. I don't want to just like keep going. It's true. You don't want to just grind and then you get to a stage where you're not even enjoying it, right? Yeah. But it was great op- great RPG so far. Like mm. the features on it are amazing. The orchestrate orch- orchestrated soundtrack sounds great. Have you ever played a modern RPG? Like an actual one made in like the two thousands or two thousand and tens? Because haven't all the ones you played from uh, besides like Pokemon? Haven't yeah, most of the ones you quite played? Old. <laughs> yeah, the ones you like are from nineties and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Because like a lot of the RPGs I would would want to play, hmm. they they've not like come out on the Switch, and that's the only console I have. That's a very good point, actually. Because I would have loved to play like some like Final Fantasy or like the shit you've managed to play on a on your PS4. So I am tempted to get one. <laughs> Well, you may as well. You can get through a few Final Fantasy games on the Switch. Hmm. It's I. I'd say it's the best way to play it because it's handheld. Well, that's true. <laughs> like I don't. I don't think I would have got through Final Fantasy VII if I could only play it on the PS4 because you'd have to sit down while playing it. Can you? Can you get it as a physical copy? No. Oh bollocks! But it's only. It's like um. It's not very big game size. Oh. Right. Like the biggest. The reason why it was over three discs originally. Yeah. Was because of the um, FMVs in the game. Ah. So, because they have cutscenes. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the first games to do big, like, big full-motion FMVs. Mm-hmm. But those FMVs took up so much space. Yeah, I can imagine. Because those original discs were nowhere near as big as, like, the ones we get nowadays. That's true. FMVs are cool in it, though. But, like, they look horrible by today's standard. But you can appreciate the effort for the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm tempted to buy more, like... To like play into Final Fantasy, but then I've got like so much coming this month. Yeah, it's true, man. You got like you got, got a big quest. I've got like um, Link's Awakening coming. Hmm. So I think that's gonna tie me over for quite a long time. And then I've got Pokemon pre-orders. I just saw the funniest thing on YouTube. I was like, it was, someone was saying it was like, is Link's Awakening the new one better than the original? I'm like, of course it's gonna be fucking better than the original. What's wrong with you people? Why it's, does this need a video? <laughs> they've just made the game so much, so much more accessible. accessible. Right? Yeah, because that's all it needed. Right? It was just the, the story itself and like the game itself were great. Yeah. It's just the the weapons and the manual, the, yeah. the menus and shit. And like we've touched on this before, like like the yeah. game in general, it just looks like charming and adorable. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely get to it at some point, but it's not. As I said, I don't want to burn out with Zelda. Do what like after I'm done with it, it probably won't be long. You can just borrow my copy. Yeah, exactly. Which will be in like twenty twenty at some point. <laughs> <laughs> after I finish Dragon Quest. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, if anything, I'm, I might just play it for a bit, mm-hmm. and then as soon as Dragon Quest, I'm gonna switch to Dragon Quest, and then you can just borrow my copy. Yeah, that's one option. Yeah. 
Oh my god, look at look at this photo. Look how cute Marin looks. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna do amiibos of Marin and like Taran and, and the owl. I don't know. Is the owl okay, Boro Gaboro? Is it a different owl? I think it's a. <laughs> I can't remember. I've played through the first part, so I should know this. <laughs> or is it just called Owl? I have no idea. I'm, I'm actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look around. <laughs> and I love how. Do you know? I bet there's a generation of Zelda players who grew up playing Ocarina of Time who have a phobia of owls because of Kapora Gabora wasting your fucking time. Uh, I think it's just called Owl. Owl. Yes, it's just called Owl. Yep, just called Owl. Fair enough, because it's on a different island. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Kapora Gabora is supposed to be the. The sage, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Like the first sage. Yeah. <laughs> Reincarnated as an owl. <laughs> Mate, it kind of looks like it though. It does. I fucking hate those owls. Uh, first thing though, you like you power through the um, his speech and then you accidentally click yes. <laughs> yes. <or> again. <laughs> so I think it automatically, uh, it automatically like goes for like. Would you like to hear this again? Yes. That's the first option. There's that, and also when you so. There was this irritating feature where basically <laughs> you go into a new area and Kepora Gaborah's there and he has his big speech, right? And then a perfect example in, in Zora's River, when you're on the way to Zora's Domain, if you accidentally get caught in the river and back down, Kepora Gaborah's just sitting there and when you go past him again, he starts talking again. God. <laughs> and that's the thing, it wastes your time. <laughs> Game, I've already heard from him. It's like, to be awkward in time, like, it's like when the Zora King is slowly moving out the way, <laughs> and you're just like sat there staring at him. He's just shuffling off. Like I don't know why they've done that. It's brilliant. It's so funny. <laughs> but like, why? To get to Jabu Jabu. Yeah. Can you imagine just like sitting there as a kid, but like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's like the Zoras are definitely benefited from getting more beautiful over time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Zoras in Breath of the Wild looked amazing. Yeah, exactly. Compared to like. The first incarnations of them where they look like just river monsters. Yeah, they look kind of weird. <laughs> more like swamp things. Than they like... do. They look way more like like crocodile people. Yeah. To be fair, like even in um, Twilight Princess, they look pretty cool. Hmm. I have to say, and I like that those incarnations of the Gorons as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't like the um, the Gorons in Ocarina of Time. Because the big potato people. Yeah, they kind of look like potato people. <laughs> I mind if like Darunia. They look like they look like. Do you know the smiley faces that the, the the potato smiley faces? Oh yeah. They look like those. Do you mean the Mr. Potato Heads? <laughs> yeah, as in as in like the smiley faces that you bake. Oh yeah, yeah. And and it's like. Oh 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 yeah yeah potato smiley faces. Yeah, yeah. instead of chips. <laughs> they it look like those, actually. but people. Yeah, it, it looks like. You know that episode of Pokemon where the Ditto transforms into Pokemon but it can't get the face right? Yeah, I guess the eyes are fucked up. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, it's tried to transform into what it thinks is a Goron, but like, it just can't get the face right. That's what it reminds me of. I'm trying to... So, for... For this next, like, half a year, you're pretty much set. Yeah, I'm pretty much set for games, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. It's going to take me into... Definitely into next year. Which is good, because I'm not sure what the hell I'm going to buy. Oh, because I'm sure we're going to get a Direct or whatever by yeah. the end of the year or the start of next year. I already hope ex- so. explains what's going to happen for the next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think we will. I hope we will. We will. We usually get them like, every half year, every mm. few months. Because at the moment, 2020's lineup isn't very big. There's only like three, four games on it. I think there'll be a Metroid update. <laughs> I don't think there'll be a Metroid. I think we're just going to... They're going to... They're going to not give us anything to do with Metroid for like two years. I think that's going to be a Met- My money's on a Metroid update. I hope there's going to be a Metroid update. To be fair, I'm not going to going to get it, to be honest. You're not going to get it? No. Uh, I couldn't really get into the tank controls of the um, Prime ones. I'm trying to figure it out, actually, because... so I'm kind of hoping they do like a third person kind of thing. So the last time they did that, there was they made Other M, and people hated that game. Which one? Which console was that on? Of RAM, it was on the Wii. Yeah. Um, but basically, 
I don't know why they did this, but they made it so that you control Samus with the D-pad, even though you're in a 3D environment, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing, Nintendo? It was 2009, where analog sticks were absolutely a thing. 79% on Metacritic. Could have been worse. Yeah, but I think because in comparison to the other Prime games, oh, right. and like all the other 2D Metroid games, that's mm. really bad. Oh, yeah, Because like the 2D Metroid games, there's not actually a bad one. Um, all of them do really well. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and even Prime, like, I think most people like them, mm. or most people love them, rather. It's just, I, so I'm conflicted on which ones to start, to be fair, because I do want to give it a go, but, well, I've got the GameCube collection, I've got the Wii collection, and I don't know which one's supposed to be more accessible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, I could just give both a go and let you know. <laughs> That's yeah. the other option. I'll let, I'll let you try that one out and then just like <laughs> give me the results of that one. Yeah, because I mean, if you don't like the GameCube one, you could just yeah. try the Wii one, right? Yeah, that's true. No, it's like when I was trying that. So, when I started playing Resident Evil 1 on the Wii, because I've never played a Resident Evil game before, and oh my god, I could not do it. I absolutely could not fucking do it. I got maybe 20 minutes into the game and went, fuck this, can't do it. How come? Well, basically, it's tank controls. Right. And I spent the entire time. So, you play as Chris Redfield. You're running, you see a zombie, the zombie comes towards you, and you try shooting at it, you run out of bullets, so you're like, fuck, and now I need to run away. Yeah. So, you awkwardly turn your character around, you get discombobulated in your head, because you're like, okay, you press right, and he's going to turn all the way around, do a 360, then you press forward so he can run, end up just running to a wall, then a zombie gets you, can't do anything about it, you try to run again, and then a zombie attacks you again, I'm like, no, can't do this, the, the controls are just really, like... I get it, but for the for the time they were kind of normal. Mm. But oh my god, I couldn't do it. Also, like sometimes for games, it's hard to take a step back. Kind of. Like. It's really hard to take a step back sometimes. Because yeah. man, have we come so far? That's the problem. We get spoiled by modern day controls. And oh, I think yeah, if you didn't get if you didn't grow up with that kind of stuff, yeah. like I never grew up with tag controls because by the time I started playing games, like they'd figured out how to do three D three D platformers yeah. and three D games. Like my first collection included um, Spyro three. Mm. Which means I was I got into the PlayStation like towards the very end of it, so it's kind of like Dragon Quest Eleven because they really spoil you modern day conveniences. Mm. In every sense of the word, you can like speed up the, all the battles from like normal, fast, and ultra fast. You mm. can like change the um, the you can change it from um, to eight bit to like normal. You can like really customize the game and really enjoy like modern day conveniences. Well, like uh, it's how what they did with the Final Fantasy Seven. Ports on Switch, right? Mm. Yeah, it's an old game, but then they added modern day conveniences to it. So you got a times free speed. Um, so you can play the whole game in three times the speed. That's amazing. You can um, you can turn off random encounters. You can uh, add. You can press a button which fills up your limit gauge and your health and your MP. What? Yeah, so it's there to like break the game basically. Okay. But so if you're really struggling. If you're really struggling, but I used to use it for because basically with with certain limits, like your limits are your special attacks, right? Yeah. And they level up in different ways, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time it's you have to use it a certain number of times. Right. But the only way it builds up is when you get hit. So oh, yeah. instead of grinding for ages, going, I need to keep hitting myself to build it up. Yeah. I just kept pressing the button, fill it up, pressing the button, fill it up, use it, just so I can. Because you have to do like fifteen to twenty. So if you do 20 in a row, then, like, you unlock the next one a lot faster. Oh, wow. Because there are four stages of limits with, yeah. two, sta- two, with two limits each. So you gotta, oh. you got you to, gotta, like, grind for a few of the characters. got to say thank God for one day conveniences. Well, it's not that bad. Like, it's not as bad as some of the older ones. Especially, I, I started playing the original Dragon Quest on the Game Boy. What do you think? I'm so lost, dude. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Isn't it one of those games where you just need, like... You need guidance. Guidance, guidance yeah. I do need guidance. I, it's, it would have done well if they made, like, a remake of it. I'm sure there is a remake of it somewhere, but I've not actually seen it. I, pl- I started playing the, the Game Boy Advance version of Final Fantasy 1. Oh, right. And that's a little bit easier to get my head around. It's nowhere near as, like... What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but I think, like, by the time it got to, like, Game Boy Advance kind of stages, like, they, knew what they, they found, doing. like, a proper kind of like, methodical route to make things easier for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's like going from Pokemon Generation 1 to Pokemon Generation 3. Yeah. The, the game is massively different. Yeah. Like, Pokemon Gen 1, I don't remember, but, like, in the original Red and Blue, the fucking encounter rate is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you can't, like, Caves take a were a nightmare. That, like, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they really helped to build you up in, in like they really helped build your team up because otherwise like the difficulty curve would get like get super like steep super quickly mm. well it does anyway like that game the difficulty curve is fucking crazy yeah especially for like the end game where you have to fight psychic types and dragon types and yeah. there's no weakness to them because the game was incorrectly programmed yeah <laughs> It's, it's funny if you want to try and experience like a really difficult. Yeah, it's great if you want to if you want to challenge yourself. Mm. But because um, I actually bought a, like an old Game Boy from Leicester Market. Oh yeah. And then it, they also managed to find a copy of Pokemon Yellow there. Shit. That was like years ago, but then I like told them both need money. <laughs> but like it was great to be able to play in a like a an actual Game, Game Boy. Boy. It's fucking awesome. I actually grew up with it. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, my sister gave me it when I was really little. So the original Game Boy was like my life from the big from the beginning, and then I had the color. Then the like I've had every single Nintendo handheld from the very beginning. I've realized because yeah, because my first console was like I don't know if I've touched on this before, but it's like the Sega, Gen- like Mega Drive. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle gave me it plus like games which he like. Or sometimes just the boxes because you just lost the physical games. <laughs> so I had like Sonic, I had Sonic, but it's just the box because he lost the cartridge. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, had some interesting games. Hmm. Loads and, of people. And then, it, then it was like, yeah, uh, after that it must have been Game Boy Advance. Okay. Bob, some god awful games on that. Because <laughs> there's like games my sister chose, so it'd be like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh my god. Yeah. So. That sounds fucking horrible. Not the best. So, like, <laughs> yeah, the first decent game I actually played was, like, Super Mario World Events. Yeah. Which was brilliant. I... And to this day, I still prefer the soundtrack on the Game Boy Advance over the SNES. That's, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, like, it's what I grew up with, so it's what I'm used to, and I just think it just sounds great. We, um... I... I had a Game Boy Color, I remember that coming out, and, like, going crazy, went to go buy one. And... Uh, my one of my first ever games of it was like do you, you know like the original games where people they don't know what to buy your parents they don't know what to buy you so they buy you anything which looks kiddie yeah that's true. the first two games I had where it's like a game called Maya the Bee uh, that I sounds awful I can't remember what it is but it's like a, a platformer where you play as a bee yeah a cartoon bee and then the other one was um, it's, it's like Tweety Tweety's World Adventures or some shit. Sylvester and Tweety were basically you you play a Tweety and you go and around the the world in a series of like platform levels, which is well, also like, really well, bad. Ble- bless your parents for trying and actually getting you some like games. <laughs> yeah, bless them. It was like, hey, look, first two we can find on the shelf. But then obviously Pokemon Crystal was like the big one for me because uh, uh, that was like my favorite Game Boy Color game by far. <laughs> so I remember like. When I had the Game Boy Advance, my parents let me buy, like, a gaming magazine. Oh, yeah. Which came with this, like, book around, like, probably, like, A5 size full of, like, cheat codes. Oh. My first, first experience with cheat codes was, like, that book. Because oh. we had, like, some Game Boy Advance ones. So I remember doing the cheats for, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and, like, hmm. Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> and shit. I just find it funny because you hate Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> Maybe that's why. I mean, yeah, is that why? Because of that game? That was a shit game. <laughs> I completed it though. I had it on PS One. This is a shit. Game. It was really bad yeah. as well. It is yeah, it was fucking awful. But like <laughs> completed it. I completed it before my sister. Fair enough. She played that. She loved that game. <laughs> I don't. I never used to finish games when I was a kid, except Pokemon. I could never like beat games. Really? Yeah, yeah. I never. I never beat games. I could always. I played a few levels, and then once like I faced my first hurdle, I just yeah. stopped. Yeah, because I remember like beating high high me after the first game. I actually beat <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I remember beating um, Super Mario World events when I moved into this house when I was like little eleven no ten oh okay yeah so yeah I I beat like the early games like Spyro Dragon Spyro Three and I beat yeah I, I never liked Spyro because as a kid I thought he looked like a bitch <laughs> but also you didn't have a PlayStation yeah so, but there's Spyro games in the Game Boy Advance. They're terrible. Yeah. Like, they're really bad. They're, like, notorious as being fucking terrible. Maybe it's a good thing I thought he looked like a bitch as a kid, <laughs> so I didn't buy the game. I I remember my original PS1 lineup, because, mm. like, one day, I remember being, it was, like, six, five or six years old. Oh, yeah. And my dad, I was sick, and randomly my dad came back, or was my brother, but they, well, someone came back, and they bought a PlayStation 1, and, chip, like, it was chipped, 
and it just like like a stack of CDs where it was as in CD cases like the ones you buy from Asda, right. and written on the front of each one was the name of the game on like a on a on a sheet of line paper. Did they actually play correctly? They all worked completely fine. That that all of my PlayStation One collection until I got a bit older yeah. were were chip games. <laughs> so like Crash Team Racing, Spyro Three. I remember all of them actually. Crash Team Racing, Spyro Three, Mickey's Wild Adventure, or some bullshit like that. Um, yeah. it was like so so many of them. Time Crisis. I played so many games. Though, I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> But then, as you get older, I, I remember the only one that didn't work properly was Spyro 3, which glitched out on me. So then I got my sister to buy it for me for my birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Like a year later. Because it was so frustrating getting to a certain point in a game you're really enjoying, yeah. and then the game just not working. So, yeah, that was... Were you able to pick up your save from, like... Uh, on the chip? Can't Probably remember. asking, like, a dumb question, because you're not likely to remember that, are you? No, because I remember the memory cards back then were, like, the little 8 megabyte ones. Oh, yeah. And you had to buy one for each slot. It was the most frustrating thing in the world when you when you were playing a game, got further than you'd expected, and then the... Can't save. It turns out the memory card was full, and you didn't know. Yeah. And you can't switch to memory cards just like that in the yeah, middle of the game. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> Well, you can't even like delete save files. Toy Story Two. That was one of the first games I bought as well. Uh, I had on the on the PlayStation One. So remember you saying you actually really enjoyed that game. That game was amazing. I used to play that all the time with my cousin. It's like basically if you didn't you have. You see that we must we must be releasing one of those games. They just report. They just ported them to like PlayStation Three, so that you can PS One classics. Uh, I remember Toy Story Two because I used to play that all the time with me and my cousin. It's like if you didn't have. Um, Nintendo 64 and Mario 64 you played Toy Story 2 on the PS1 <laughs> it was like the equivalent for people who didn't have Nintendo games but you don't <laughs> care isn't it when you're oh Tekken Tekken 3 was oh, the yeah. other one I had which got me that, that's why because of Crash Team Racing and Tekken 3 mm-hmm. I loved those, both of those games so much that when after that I said for every console I have I need to get a racing game and a fighting game because I just like Tekken 3 I beat the story mode with every single character and like even Crash Team Racing, I did that. But Crash Team Racing was like just fucking amazing in multiplayer. I think I only ever played Crash Nitro Kart. Was it? So is that not, is that right? Yeah, PS Two, PS Two's version of Crash Team Racing, but worse. Yeah. But like significantly worse. Um, my gaming history is terrible because I just like completely just played the wrong shit as a kid. Yeah, you've got what? Because like your first Crash game was uh, Raft of Cortex, wasn't it? Yeah. Which was a terrible. <laughs> one. I fucking hate that game. Still <laughs> played it. Still completed it. It's really bad now. Hate it. <laughs> it's like you should play Twin Sanity instead of on PS2. That was. I some... played a bit of that and just gave up. I like that was a lot, that one's a lot better. To be fair, the you know like the whole story behind Crash Bandicoot where uh, after the PlayStation era, oh, Na- yeah. Naughty Dog left. Yeah. So <laughs> you just basically the idea is to just follow Naughty Dog. Yeah. Because then they made Jack and Daxter and then they made like Uncharted and Last of Us. So. Oh yeah, I forget they do Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, Uncharted. Are whole... they releasing a new games? Uh, no, I think now they're on Last of Us. Oh, right. They're, they're releasing Last of Us 2 this year. Oh, that's, that's going to go down really well. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people really enjoyed Last of Us. So, I, mean, I still haven't played it, actually. It's going to be fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's meant to be really good. Survival horror kind of game. I, I don't know. Is there anything you look forward to playing <coughs> that's coming up recently? Soon? Um. Mm-hmm. Well, besides... Well, I've given a bit of the Dragon Quest demo a go. Yeah. So that's going to be something I'm going to like carry on with at some are point. You enjoy, are you enjoying it as much as I am? No, probably not. Like, I, I, I've, I, unfortunately, I've got that thing where I, I've, I've multitasked and, and started too many RPGs in one go. Ah, alright. <laughs> and when that happens, you kind of get lost. Like, I've, because I started Sword of Mana and Golden Sun at the same time, I've forgotten which one's which. <laughs> if that makes sense in terms of story, because they're both Game Boy Advance RPGs or JRPGs. Mm. And I've forgotten which one's which at this point. <laughs> oh, God, man. Is it, is, I think, like, if you actually devote the time to it, I think you'd really enjoy Dragon Quest. I probably will, yeah. Yeah. I probably will. I still... I think I need to play through um, all of the classics as well. Yeah. Just to kind of get a get a better understanding of the series history. Hmm. Anyway. You should definitely check out the... Um, was it? The DS re-release of one of the Dragon Quest games. It's like 4, 5, and 6 they re-released. Yeah. Because I think it was four that was going to be like amazing. I'll give it a go. I'll definitely give it a go. It's yeah. just you. You guys like you. You say you want to play this and that, but that's, RPGs are the longest type of game. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the biggest time sinks. They are proper. Yeah, they're proper time sinks. But if you've got the time to kill, then go for it. Yeah, absolutely. 
But no, I need to focus on Batman right now. Batman. Because I need to just get these games off my fucking list. Because I have even like the third one in the trilogy, Arkham Knight, I own it physically and I've owned it for a while. Never played it. I've got so many games that I've never I've owned loads but I've never played. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stop buying after like these deliveries come in because I really need to play the games I have. Because yeah. I still not completed Odyssey. I really? got I got to the last world, but then I was then I gave it to you. Oh shit! And I was like, eh. dude, I need to buy it for myself at some point, just kind of to you know fill up my collection. Maybe wait, wait till Black Friday. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna buy Odyssey like well into the future, not like anytime soon. Yeah, because I've played it and I I got to like past nine hundred ninety nine moons, shit. and I was like, yeah, I don't need to play this anymore. This is good. I'm I'm done. I'm so satisfied with this game. I don't want to play it ever again. <laughs> until maybe I forget completely about it. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm just going to leave a bit more time before I actually like, go back into playing it. Yeah. Well, it's like big time sync games. Unless it's... So, for example, fighting games for me, I can keep putting time in because mm-hmm. there's no end. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, because Breath of the Wild had an end, I don't want to go back into it now. <laughs> because I want... I like the idea of closure. Yeah. <laughs> I keep, I keep like, replaying Breath of the Wild, but I just, like, get to the point where I buy every single armor... Mm. And then I start, like, hunting shit for the parts. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can upgrade everything. <laughs> I just keep doing that over and over again. To be fair, you should do the, like, starting a new game and then using all the DLC armor so it's actually useful. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, like, a lot of the DLC armor, you can't upgrade. That's what I'm saying. Because it's at the start of the game, yeah. it's actually useful. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because it becomes pretty obsolete as soon as you... I love the look of the Phantom Ganon armor. <sighs> It looks pretty sweet. It's just, you can't actually yeah. use it because no. it's completely unusable. It's the same as the Dark Link Armor by mm. Kilton. Yeah. Like, not usable because, yeah. It's just shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. And everyone's scared of you and it looks really cool and everyone's running away from you. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then... But anyway, uh, do you want to move on to the next segment? Yeah, sure. Cool. Let's Word talk about it. I feel like we should have like a spinning wheel. <laughs> And like, just we should like have a spin the wheel, board. and then it will come to like whatever segment we land on. Okay, this Amrik, do you want to spin the wheel? Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> and let's talk about films. Films. The train of ambivalence. Okay, what have I watched recently? Uh, <laughs> I'll try to watch Dark Phoenix. What happened? Didn't like it. <laughs> I was about to say, so I've not, I've still not given that a go because I don't want to. <laughs> I thought I'd like it because Mystique dies, but no. <laughs> Did you just want to watch it for Jennifer Lawrence dying? <laughs> uh, I just don't like how it's Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> or how in general, to be honest. You, so wait, what part of the film is that? Is that like, isn't that really early on? It's about half an hour in, she gets like impaled. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> what, by, by, by Phoenix? Phoenix, yeah. Which is just like, yeah. Over to the face. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's not... Uh, it's not satisfying. No, just couldn't really enjoy it, to be honest. Anything you watched recently that's good, or things, anything you're looking forward to? Yeah, so I went to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Let's go. How was it? On opening weekend. That was great. Like, I think uh, at the moment it's got a bit of a mixed reception from what I hear from other people. I haven't oh. actually looked at the critics hmm. of what they said, but from other people I've talked to, uh, I think... the. <laughs> I think a lot of people weren't expecting the pace of the film to be what it was because most Tarantino films are kind of like loud and up in your face yeah. and just constantly things are happening. Whereas this was like, there were points where it was kind of going and not much was happening. Mm. Like, and and it's, it wasn't like inertia, right. but I think a lot of people didn't like it that it was slowly paced in certain points. Okay. Whereas I reckon that Tarantino himself has become aware of what people expect of his films. So he's trying to subvert So he's trying to subvert his own expectations. Okay. I think. Hmm. Because... But you say it's worth watching? Yeah, man, it's great. It's, it's really good, especially for um, DiCaprio. Like, the dude's just ridiculously good hmm. in everything he does. I can't think of a bad DiCaprio film. I can't think of a bad one either. Yeah, like, even in the bad films, as in the overall film, he's always been good. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'd say watch it for that. Watch it for, like, a lot of the scenes with Brad Pitt because the guy is fucking hilarious. I'll just fucking check it out. Like, it's, it's really decent. And, uh, obviously, you got all the scenes with Margot Robbie playing uh, Sharon Taint. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that shit out. No, I definitely recommend it. It's, um... It's kind of like... Without getting into spoilers or anything, it's kind of like a love letter to cinema. Mm. 
if that's the best way it's to like put it. It's like a big tribute to Yeah, it really is. It's like you can see Tarantino, he's looked at that era, or he's got a big admiration for that era of filmmaking mm-hmm. and said, I want to pay homage to a bunch of different aspects of it. That's really sweet. Well, yeah, I, and I think he's done a really good job of it. But as I said, a lot of people won't um, don't appreciate the pace of the film. I really like it. Yeah. But it's not like, in terms of my favourite ever Tarantino films, because like I've followed most of them, Yeah. Um, I don't think it comes close to, say, like, Pulp Fiction or... Kill Bill, yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction or, like, uh, fucking Inglorious Bastards. Mm. But it's still good. Or Django. Cool. But it's still pretty good. I'll have to check it out. No, definitely. You go, give it a go, man. Is anything you look forward to coming out? I still need to go see It too. I've seen the first one. Really? That was great. It was actually, I've seen like the original with um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry is just a scary man. I, see, I can't separate him from being like Long John Silver in my head because <laughs> of Muppets. Yeah, we were talking Muppet. about this a few days ago. Yeah, it's like, like, I can't separate him like, yeah, Long John Silver and like Home Alone and yeah. It was like, the guy's a very good character actor. <laughs> the man has the range. He really he does. Well and truly does. Yeah. Well, he's in the. I'm not sure if it's like a Cluedo. There's like <laughs> a Cluedo film. It's like, like a film based on a board game. I forget what it is. Something. You know when there's like a murder and like. Yeah, it's Cluedo. Yeah, Cluedo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm fairly certain it's a Cluedo film. He's the butler. I think I think he actually might be. <laughs> but yeah, like it's. It's like panned by like critics, but it's got like a bit of a cult following. That's fucking hilarious. That's very Tim Curry. It's just, it's just like a ridiculous movie. Yeah, because Tim Curry for like, he's like a reasonably renowned actor, and he's been in a lot of good stuff. But he's also taken part in a lot of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he's always been pretty decent. Like, uh, it's well, so I've never actually watched the original It. Yeah. And I've not heard good things. It's weird. It's like I've not even heard it. I've just heard it's not a very fun film to watch. Really? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. There's like a scene where the two guys are riding on a bike. <laughs> like, you gotta love Tim Curry because he's like the voice of Nigel Thornberry. Is he fucking nice? Like, what? Yeah, he's the voice of Nigel Thornberry. Man, that's. I didn't know. I, I had no idea. <laughs> it's that's, ridiculous, right? That is ridiculous. Because that's a great TV series. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. That's kind of crazy. Man, <laughs> that's um, changed my, that's blown my mind. <laughs> it's a good point though, isn't it? The man, like I said, the man has the range. That's just fucking crazy, man. Yeah, there's not a lot of, I feel like I'm pretty out of touch with like, movies that are up and coming. Yeah, because you don't like engage with it as much unless it's something you definitely want to watch or it's been like recommended hmm. heavily, usually by me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm fairly out of touch with like, things that are up and coming. It's like, I, I want to see it too. I enjoyed I enjoyed it last, well, the first one. Hmm. Uh, that's had, that has a lot of decent moments in it where it's like, I think a lot of people were like, ah, oh, it's a bit freaky. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was like the scariest thing, but hmm. I don't think it's like an out and out horror film. Okay. It's, it's quite a thrilling as well though. No, 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 no. He also, um, Tim Curry's also done like a director video Adam Family movie <laughs> where he plays Gomez Adams. Really? Yeah. And like, I'm just looking at, I'm just hovering over the art for the film and it looks awful. Adam's Family Reunion. Yeah. Dude, was that after Raul Julia died? Yes. That's after Raul Julia, okay, that makes sense then. I feel, I feel like it must be. Yo, I mean... He died. He died like that fairly early nineties. Well, he was in the late nineties. Late nineties. He was in the Street Fighter film. That's a Street Fighter film. Yeah, man. The oh Street, yes, of course there is. Film yeah. He plays Bison. It, I used to come on Sci-Fi a lot. <laughs> they used to replay that movie on like, the Sci-Fi channel a lot. He's got Jean Claude Van Damme, and he plays Guile. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely rings a bell. Yeah, that's cool. Because like, that's that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he got Raul Julia for that. That's oh, brilliant. Anything else you're looking forward to coming up? I'm sure there is. I'm just sure. I'm just shooting, shooting like a blank here. Like nothing's coming to my mind. What about for TV shows? So no, I'm looking forward to... So obviously, new season of Castlevania, whenever that's out. I'm looking forward to that. God knows when that's going to be. It's going to be like next year, isn't it? Yeah, well, it'll be early. I think it'll be at the end of this year. Do you think? Hmm. I think it came out at... It has, it has almost been a year since the last one. 
Well, last one, so they've... Because they've... The, the, the last series came out just slightly before Christmas. Halloween. Oh. And I was like, why the fuck did they, did they just release it on Halloween? Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that now. Because yeah. Castlevania, they, um, they've, they've gone through now. They've, they've done the story of Dracula's Curse, which is the third Castlevania game on NES. But it's a prequel to the first one, basically. <laughs> so Trevor Belmont is the granddad of Simon Belmont, yeah. who's the main like main protagonist in Castlevania in the original. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they're gonna go, either they're gonna carry on with Dracula's Curse, like that storyline, yeah, or they're gonna move on to Castlevania One, mm. or they're gonna bounce around. Because we've not really had any information on that front, have we? None whatsoever. Because there are a few other games which take place in between Castlevania Three yeah. and Castlevania One, yeah. but they're all like, they're all in, they're all, they're all like just out and about. They're not they're not mainline games. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure. Like I think Castlevania sixty four takes place at that point, but nobody likes that game. And then to, do you, do you get what I mean? There's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of games where people I'm sure they 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 wouldn't care if they just skipped over the story. Right. Whereas like Castlevania one is iconic, so they have to do that story. Yeah, but, but like then, I th- they're definitely gonna stick to the main natural series with the like games with the like the most favorable reception. Well, what they're gonna do, they hopefully is they'll do because if they're doing the story of Castlevania, mm. the fucking thing, the story, the series can go on for years and years. Yeah. Because they can do Castlevania three, yeah. then goes to Castlevania one. Yeah. And then two. And then, and then you've got, after Simon, mm-hmm. you've got um, Rondo of Blood, so Richter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Richter. And then Richter is Rondo of Blood goes into Symphony of the Night, which is like the big, big one yeah. that everybody loves. And if you finish it off with Symphony of the Night, um, that's kind of it. Yeah. But in, so the only issue is, because then what it does, it starts with Alucard and ends with Alucard. Yeah. And that would be sick. If they did that, that would be awesome. Because it's the same Alucard. Yeah. It's just a thousand years later. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's this cool scene in Rondo uh, in Symphony of the Night where Richter's because Richter's in it. Yeah. And um, he meets Alucard. Alucard, because you play as Alucard, and he goes to Alucard. And he goes, "Aren't you the Alucard who like fought with my ancestor a thousand years ago, like Trevor?" Yeah. And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> yes, I know the guy who's a con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Which is basically how it goes, isn't it? <laughs> basically, yeah. It's like see ya, Alucard, middle finger. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love. I I the, really like the, the guy best. who's doing the dude who actually. You know, he's like working on a Devil May Cry series. Really? Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd yeah. be very interesting. Because I was um, checking it, the, some details out on digital gaming. Oh yeah. And they're talking about how the other guy that's doing that series, he's got permission. He's been greenlighted to a Devil May Cry series. Yeah, Devil May Cry is sick as so a TV think, show. So I think so. I think that's gonna take priority over Castlevania. Castlevania. Unless they do simultaneously, because I mean. Yeah. You, you, if he's doing one per year, because you can direct two different things. It's not like he's oh, yeah, animating course, yeah. everything. Yeah. Because but, yeah, I think he probably wants to make a strong Devil May Cry before he goes back into Castlevania. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. Well, because Devil May Cry, like, so do you know they release like the Devil May Cry games on the Switch, mm-hmm. the original ones? Yeah. Why the fuck would you not just do it as a collection, Capcom? For fuck's sake, man! Every one, each one is like fifteen quid individually. It's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. But I think they just want like how to make the most money. Yeah, it's people stupid. Because people still will buy it though. That's people will thing. buy it, but yeah. like porting Resident Evil One, Two, and Four and stuff, and still making people pay thirty pounds yeah. is just outrageous. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's like, come on, man. You need to just you need to accept that it's not like the, by overcharging for things, it's gonna hurt your reputation. Yeah, it's, it's like what's true was a Mega Man X collection. Mm. They split it into two. <laughs> Both uh, fifteen pounds each. That's a load of shit. Yeah, that's a load of shit. <laughs> Those games, half of them aren't very good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what else I can't. Uh, like I blazed through the boys. I'm sure we touched on it on the last, on the last podcast. But like, did you looking forward to when we did the last podcast? Did you only watch half of it? No, I pretty much watched all of it. You watched all of it before me, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, watched it all within like one week. Yeah, that was amazing, man. Great that's series and great twist. Mm. Couldn't try to read the comic, but just didn't would you could go down with the art style. So let's just like go to spoilers about the boys. So if anyone doesn't know about the boys, turn off for like ten minutes or five minutes. But so what I was reading is that with the comic, they've like completely gone off tracks. They they didn't even start on the same tracks. That's good. So mm-hmm. the girl, the girlfriend. I've like I was flicking through the comic and like the girlfriend dies within like the first like mm. chapter. Because like Madeline's not a thing in the comic. 
She's not. No. <laughs> Madeline isn't a thing in the comic. Like, the whole thing with Homelander being, wanting, like, having a dad complex isn't a thing. He's yeah. just, like, a um, an anger-filled lunatic. Yeah. Uh, in There's loads of stuff which they've just completely... They've just completely... They've adapted it for because it works better in TV the way they've done it yeah. to give people better characterizations. If that's the case, I'm happy to just stick with the TV series then. Yeah, me too. Well, there's no point really... Ah, okay, no, I don't want to say that. There's no point in reading a comic because mm. it gives you a different experience. Mm. But there's no harm in reading the comic to see what happens afterwards Yeah. because it's more likely not going to follow the comic anyway. Yeah, you probably might. Like the whole thing about... Um, uh, Homeland of having a like being a dad and stuff that's mm. not in the comic and also in the comic uh, the other weird one was like Black Noir is supposed to be a clone of Homelander really? yeah whereas in the in the series you don't get that impression at all that's mad yeah that's exactly it it's like so they've completely diverted from it which yeah. is fair enough that sounds quite interesting man no, I've just like just checked it out to like touch in on it because uh, that sounds like quite crazy I'll show you the kind guys. of stuff I'd like, be like really interested in. I'll show you after this, like some of the because I was watching the comparison videos, mm. and some of the stuff I was like, "Holy shit, that's crazy!" Oh, that's awesome. But it's, it's really interesting though, just to see what they've done to make it better for TV. Because I like the idea that the even the show creators like, yeah, fair enough, this doesn't work for TV. Let's change it completely. Mm. It makes sense. Definitely. So you've been watching the anime or anything? Yeah, so I was watching. I <laughs> I've been rewatching. I nearly finished watching all of the original Dragon Ball. Oh, wow, that's cool. Kid Goku shit. Yeah, man. So I watched. I used to watch Dragon Ball when I was a kid, like, in English. Mm. But I decided just to watch it, the entire series, but in Japanese, finally. Because obviously we were still watching Super and Dragon Ball Z, like, mm-hmm. Super every week whenever it was coming out. But I never actually did go back and watch all of Dragon Ball in Japanese. And saying that, like, when you're a kid and you're watching a TV show, more often than not, you're going to miss episodes, like, here and there because you, you can't you can't religiously watch shows as a kid. Oh, yeah, of course. You just don't have the attention span. <laughs> not even that. Unless you're going to end up, like, doing things at different times. Yeah, yeah, it's like, because of school, because of this, of a commitment, so you can't, you can't make a commitment to watch a TV show every single day. Yeah. Uh, you end up missing... So I, I remember when I was a kid, like, bits here and there. But, so, for example, I remember the first few episodes... And then skipping out on the entirety of the peel-off stuff, and then going straight to Master Roshi and Krillin, which is a huge gap yeah, in terms of the actual that. show. Yeah. But that's just how I remember it. Like I remember I'd catch episodes like that, mm. which is why every time I'd start watching it again, I'd be way further into the future. So I watched the tournament, and then I'd skip, and then I'd watch it, and it's like mercenary Tao, and then I'd skip, and then they fighting Tien. And it's like <laughs> it's a great series though, man. It's just so endearing. It's so cute. It's so charming, and it's really good fun to watch. Yeah, I fucking love that show, man. Like Goku is such an awesome like Kid Goku is such an adorable character. It really, really is. <laughs> but uh, anything else you watched recently? Um, in terms of, I was watching a few stand-up specials. Yeah, I finally watched uh, Chappelle and Bill Bear's stand-up special. Okay, <laughs> how was it? I really liked both of them. I was seeing like the criticisms online, obviously about both of them, Mister <laughs> Chappelle. Because I don't know. Obviously, I don't want to get flack for any of this, but it's just you know how comedians because they they purposefully tackle subjects which they know difficult subjects difficult subjects. Yeah. Because they know they shouldn't, so they make jokes about it instead. Yeah. <laughs> and. It's funny. It's definitely funny. Yeah. But I think you can see how certain groups of people are getting offended by it or pissed of off. Course, yeah. But at the same time, I think you can't expect to agree with a com- comedian 100%, if you know yeah, what I mean. That is true. Like, it, you're, you're running a fool's game yeah. if you expect a comedian to have exactly the same views as you because more often than not, they understand, yeah. like... The both sides to everything in terms of making their arguments mm. and making jokes. Well, yeah. a lot of the time you can tell they're not being bigoted. Oh yeah, of course. They're just making the joke. Mm. Chappelle kind of sums it up quite nicely because he goes, he goes, I got a lot of shit about the transphobia of my last special, mm. and he goes, the problem is that I, he goes, I don't have anything against anyone. It's just if I I, I, I like just making jokes. <laughs> I like making these jokes about if I was in that position. It's a legitimately funny position, mm. is what he was saying. It was, it's just a funny concept. So mm. um, You can really see that in his TV series, though. Yeah. Like, he's gone tackling subjects, which are quite difficult and quite... 
polarizing. Yeah. But they're just hilarious. Well, because I was reading somebody's argument online, and they were talking about, they were like, oh, you know, comedians throughout the years, they don't have to be picking on the minorities. They should be punching up. And they were saying, you know, a good example of that is George Carlin. Mm-hmm. And he was always punching up. And somebody underneath was like, yeah, but, you know, he had a thing. He, he like, had severe fat phobia and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but these are all these are also concepts which we have kind of come up with in the last few years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whereas fat phobia wasn't a thing back in the 80s no. or 70s. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't... But comedians always kind of just shine a light on difficult subjects and... Often not difficult subjects provide some good material. It's like the best comedians are the ones who can toe the line and kind of, like they toe the line between being offensive and being funny, mm-hmm. and they toe that line perfectly. And I think Chappelle does that the best out of anyone. Yeah. Because he'll often say things which you you hear it and you're like, if I was making this joke, I'd get in trouble. But yeah. then he he pulls it back. Yeah. And gets out of trouble, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the appeal is that they're offensive. Yeah. The appeal is that they're fucking comedic geniuses. Mm-hmm. But it's just, as a byproduct of that, people you, you end up having thoughts which contradict modern-day uh, perspectives on things, I guess. That's true. I don't That's know. It's, it's one of those things. It's how well you can toe that line. Yeah. But I still find it funny. Mm. And then, yeah, I was watching Bill Bears on Friday. How was that? Yeah, he's was that was that is that on Netflix? Yeah, it just yeah. came on Netflix. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, it's Bill Burr. Like two of the, obviously the two big ones at the moment for me, Chappelle, Bill Burr. So I was like, I need to watch both of them, and there's two very different kinds. Of, like Bill Burr's a lot more anger. Yeah. <laughs> his his is definitely based more on just like being angry at life, and I think he was, he even says in the set like and how he's a, irritating, a, a, like a relatable. <laughs> Yeah, he was saying he's like I have anger problems. He's like because he's like there's like little aspects of everyday life just like infuriated him like. That's what he was saying. He goes, he goes. My wife every so often is like, oh, I can't believe you. You just went from zero to a hundred and uh, zero to a hundred. He goes, if you know me well, you know I'm always on about seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good point, Bill. There because he seems like have you watched Efforts for Family? No. So Efforts for Family is his like animated show. Okay. And I think it's kind of semi-biographical I don't know because one of the kids in it is called Bill yeah but it's fucking hilarious it's it's really good okay um, oh. I'd, I'd highly recommend it to anyone anyone listening is it ongoing? it's on Netflix oh right. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's his Netflix show basically but I, I think it's great but it's like some of the, some of the shit he's like shouting well, it's basically he, he's at his best when he's shouting and he's really angry mm. and he's playing the dad oh god yeah he's in uh, he, Break, Breaking Bad is he in Breaking Bad? Yeah, he's um, Patrick Kirby. Kirby? Who's it? Who? What? He's one of um, Saul Goodman's hired hands. Really? Yeah. So he's like a not huge role. I don't even re- I don't slightly remember that. Is he the one who dies? Uh, I can't, I can't no remember idea. Breaking Bad. Like, amazingly well. Yeah. I never rewatched it after so he's watching like, it. Kind of organised, kind of involved in organised crime. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Not know that. I had no idea. Mm. So anyway, do you want to move on to... I don't know what else do we talk about. <laughs> well, we've done gaming, we've done films, and we've done news. Yeah. What uh, do we normally do? So this is the moments we're having the spinning wheel. <laughs> like... <laughs> but I have feeling it's the moments of this when you spin the wheel, hmm. and it lands on a, um, a section you've already spoken about. Because <laughs> uh, that's what would happen right now. <laughs> Well, so we're going to London at the end of the month. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Because recently opened up a Pokemon Centre in London yep. for, for a whole month. The so. Pokemon pop-up store. That's yeah. going to be so cool. Exactly. So we need to plan that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to going to the Pokemon Centre. That's why I think getting some extra money in for when we go is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm going to end up buying like a fucking plushie or two. And I know, I know it's going to be stupidly overpriced. Mm. But you can't help it. Uh, Nintendo just, like, robbed me of my money. I think if Nintendo weren't a company, I'd be a much richer man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but Cause the, yeah, because there's been, like, hundreds, probably, definitely going to near thousands of pounds on them now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what? The Switch itself is 300. Mm. <laughs> I remember when the Nintendo Wii came out. That was 180 pounds. 180? Was it maybe 280? Could have been 280. Oh, 180 okay. is about the amount for a handheld. Yeah. Even then, it's probably more... That's 3DS, they released it and then had to do a price drop. Oh, yeah, of After, course. like, a few months. And then they included a game with it. 
They included like t- fifth, 20 games. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like the Ocarina of Time came like as a package. I got New Super Mario Bros. 2. Uh, but mine was only £80. Really? I got it for £80 and it came with New Super Mario Bros. 2. So really it was kind of like 50 <laughs> altogether. $250 originally. Check in the UK. £179. Yep, £180. Shit, man. I should have got one back in the day. I don't think you would have enjoyed it back in the day, to be honest. Oh, yeah, because the games run really slowly. Yeah. And... I think for you, you just probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. That's a good point. And I think, besides, like, a handful of games, I don't think I would have played too much. So I remember game, like, pre-ordering mine from HMV and not getting collecting it. Again, that phone call, like, yep, it's in. Come and get it. <laughs> yeah, because I got a PS3 instead. I'm a lot of PS3, man. There's probably a better choice on your board. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, the PS3 stuff, well, because back in the day, I didn't really play as much anywhere near as much as I play now. Mm. So, I, I still have my PS3. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, I still play it. <laughs> You could probably... No, so there's much point in selling it. you still got a ton of games on it, haven't you? No, I don't want to sell it because I can't play PS1 or PS3 games on a PS4. Okay. PS4 isn't backwards compatible, but PS3 is. Oh. So that's why I still have my PS3 because I, I need the backwards compatibility. That's Otherwise, shame. half of my collection is redundant. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty much it. I still play. I did not know that. Hmm. But, um... Yeah, I mean, what, is there any restaurants this week that you want to shit on? Not really. <laughs> so we're giving Tamatanga a break this time. Tamatanga, not... It was okay. They, 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 their Benita was solid. Everything else was, like, okay. There we go. Amrik said something nice about Tamatanga. Tamatanga, give us money. You oh. haven't given us money from the last podcast when we shat on you. I'm surprised we actually got, you actually got the name right. So I, I totally forgot the name was. This I kept, time again. I kept thinking you were saying Tam- Tamil Tigers. <laughs> I was thinking of I keep like the wires keep getting crossed and I keep thinking chimichanga but that's like a Mexican thing <laughs> Deadpool's catchphrase chimichanga yeah but yeah I think uh, that about wraps it up for this week mm-hmm. this month this by month no how often do we do this because uh, like we did one in February one a few weeks ago and then now no, so we did so one we're, February. We're getting, we're getting better in terms of frequency. We did. It's like February, March, and then and then July. Yeah. And now September, so expect the next one in November. Yeah, November. We kind of just like again. I wish we had a wheel. We could just spin by a month. Yeah, exactly. So with a wheel, we say March like next year. One half year, <laughs> just random dates on a wheel. A pinwheel. We need to invest in a pinwheel. That's a random date. <laughs> okay. Brothers. Oh wait, no, that looks too many options. <laughs> Expect next one on November fifth. Fifth of November. My sister's birthday. So the doctor's birthday. Oh shit! Doug nice. Let's give us money. Doug, give us money. Cool. I think that's a good point to end it on. Thanks for listening to us, well, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great night and take care.